Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. I'm so excited because God is great and he's greatly to be praised. I'm still safe, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm enjoying this life of purity. I'm enjoying this single life. And I am coming to you today to talk about how to stay sexually pure during your singleness. It is some spiritual things as well as some practical things that we must do on a daily basis in order to keep ourselves sexually pure. Now, I have a few tips that will help us along the way. Um, If any one of y'all have any other tips to add, just feel free to contact me and I'll add those too. But uh, we're going to start out with a few tips on today. The first one being... Stay intimate with Jesus. Like we have to keep our relationship with Jesus very, very close. And it is some spiritual things that we must do in order to stay close to Jesus. Number one, pray. Okay. We need to pray and not just pray when we're at church or pray when we're around other people. Intimacy is closeness, is privacy. And so we need to be with Jesus one-on-one. And in that time, we're just pouring our heart out to Jesus. And even in that time, we're allowing the Holy Spirit to talk to us, to lead us, and to guide us. And so it's very important that we spend that alone time with Jesus. Next, we want to fast, okay? In fasting, it helps us again to be able to hear God's voice or to be sensitive to the spirit. It decreases us. Like we don't want to be so entangled with the world and the things that we're doing, even even church activities. We don't want to be so entangled where we're now unable to be sensitive to what the spirit is telling us. And so the only re- only way we can do that is to fast, okay? It kills this flesh. It kills our natural desires that's not like God. Fasting does a lot for us. And even uh, in fasting and with prayer, it gets them demons to running. And so that's what we want to do. We don't want, you know, the demons to be in our life and we don't even want the demons to be around us. And so when you are spiritually fit like that, those demons will get to running. They can't stand being around you because see the, see now the Holy Ghost have taken over and they can sense the Holy Ghost in your life. Prayer and fasting is very important. Um, because again, um, as I always say, we cannot fight this battle with natural weapons. Prayer and fasting is some of our strongest and our, our most powerful spiritual weapons. Next, we are going to meditate and study the word of God, okay? And again, we don't just want to do this while we are at church or around people or with your family. Sometimes you need to be intimate with God. While you read his word, he will reveal so much to you about himself and about yourself. And so and then a lot of times when you are going through different things, um, God will bring up certain scriptures that will help you, that will encourage you, that will strengthen you during your time of singleness. And it will help you to keep your mind stayed on him instead of your mind stayed on sex. So it's very important that we are praying, fasting, meditating, and studying the word of God. 
Number two, apply the word of God to your life. It is not enough for us to study and meditate on it, but then when these temptations come, then we don't apply it to our life. And also before the temptation come, you have to apply the word to your life and every area of your life, because you don't want to wait until temptation come, because that's kind of too late. You need to be applying it before temptation come. And during the temptation, then those scriptures will come up to you. So apply the word of God to your life on a daily basis. Don't take some of the scriptures uh, that you want to, to apply and then throw some of them out the window. No, we want to apply every word of God um, that is relevant to our life. Think holy and uplifting thoughts. Now, when you meditate and study on the word of God, that's going to help you to think holy and uplifting thoughts. But if your mind, if your mind, if you're looking, we're going to get to that. But if you're looking at certain things, if you have certain friends around you at all times, you, you're doing certain things, it's going to be hard for you to think holy and uplifting thoughts. Now, when the when an evil thought do come to your mind, because we're still human, when a human... When a, a evil thought do come to your mind, you need to cast that down, okay? Cast that down and bring it to the obedience of Christ. And again, that's why it's helpful that you know the word of God. Because when you cast that down, you can quote those scriptures and it will help. So think holy and uplifting thoughts. It will help you to stay sexually pure. Um, listen to gospel music. Avoid listening to secular sensual music. Okay, a lot of people, I've had Christians and non-Christians alike, um, and I like to say preferably saints because God called us to be saints. He didn't say God called us to be Christians. God called us to be saints. So I just had to interject that. But I've had controversy with saints and, you know, Christians or non-Christians alike that uh, so, um, gospel music is not the only music we can listen to. Now I'm going to say it like this. I have been practicing abstinence for over 10 years and I've been successful in it because I only listen in, I only listen to gospel music. Now I do not advise you to listen to secular music, especially sexual sex sexual secular music because when you're listening to sexual secular music your mind is not on the lord okay your mind is not on the lord we might as well not fool ourselves and then you will start thinking unholy thoughts or your mind is going to be on having sex or your mind is going to be on something else and you don't want your mind to be on something else and you are single because you cannot put those sexual thoughts into an action because we have to stay sexually pure. So why should I listen to music that is sexual? Again, and, and then it's some kind of music that is talking about even certain type of relationships. You shouldn't even be listening to that because those things are getting into your spirit. And a lot of times what they telling you on that secular music is anti-God. It don't line up with his word. So why am I listening to R&B, put myself in a mood, you know, for a bump and grind or, or sex or whatever. And I know that I don't have a mate. Like that just don't even make sense. And then we, a lot of times we don't understand there is spirits in in this music how do i know because once upon a time i had backslidden a 
from the church. And so I used to listen to secular music. And when I used to listen to Genuine, okay, and artists like him, it did put me in the mood for sexual activity. So I sometimes acted out on that, okay? And so I know, and that, again, that was 10 plus years ago. And so I know what sexual music can do to your mind and what it puts you in the mood and some people think they're so strong that it's not going to bother them but it's bothering you some kind of way and even if it's not bothering you you are being disobedient to the word because it tells you what type of music to listen to and it tells you what type of thoughts to think and we're not thinking righteous thoughts if we thinking about you know bumping and grinding and having sex and so we don't want to listen to that kind of music that 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 blues and sometimes blues it, it it gets you depressed Okay, and so, and then it, it, it just, it, some people say it comforts them, but you're supposed to be finding comfort in the word of God, okay, and in spiritual songs, which is uplifting. God don't want you to be depressed and down. He wants you to be uplifted. So this music is not for us. This sensual, sexual music is not for us. And I know for me listening to gospel music, it has really uplifted my spirit uplifted my soul and it keeps me on a mood of praising and worshiping God and all of the songs that talk about wait on the Lord. It encourages me to keep waiting on the Lord that my spouse is coming. It's going to happen. It's like so many new songs that then came out. It's going to be all right. Have faith in God and all of these songs and it just keep uplifting my spirit. But when you start listening to this R&B, this, this rap, this the WAP, WAP, whatever you call that mess, I'm telling you right now, you know good and well that it's anti-God. We want to keep our mind elevated. Okay. Stay around strong-minded people. Okay. Strong-minded, holy people. I'm telling you, you need to watch the company that you keep because if you are trying to stay sexually pure and you're around all these women or men or whoever that's talking about sex then it's going to get in your mind you're going to start having thoughts and all of that and even though you might not act out on it you're going to be thinking about it and we don't want to think on things that is not lovely that is not praiseworthy that that is not pure we don't want to think of those things so why would i surround myself with people that is talking about sex or talking about what they're doing with their boyfriend or their girlfriend or whatever i no, i don't want to hear it i don't need to hear nothing of that until i get my spouse so you need to surround yourself around strong-minded people and then you might even have people around you be like oh man you know right like you don't have to do it like that man you missing out on a all on a fun you wasting your life no when i live my life pleasing to god it's never a waste you're wasting your life because you're giving your body and you are exchanging spirits with this person that might not even be your husband and even if he is you still disobedient to god so me honoring god is never a waste of my time so we have to make sure you guys that we stand around strong-minded holy people don't you do not have to be around people that is talking down on your stance with god okay you need to surround yourself with people that is going in the same direction as you are going because it's like i said they may not talk you into it but it can get you know kind of kind of just oh you know i can't even think of a word for it because it's just like uh you is down in my spirit because I already know that God is pleased with what I'm doing with my life. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Dismiss them, okay? So you don't need people around you like that. 
Get you some strong-minded, holy people that is encouraging you on your sexually pure walk with God. Because we, we are pleasing to God. When we keep our body holy and acceptable, we are walking in God's perfect will. That is pleasing. So we have no reason to hold our head down. So don't surround yourself with people like that. Um, number seven, I'm at six. Don't make provisions for your flesh. Oh my gosh, this is a big one. Don't make provisions for your flesh. Y'all, we can't set ourselves up for failure, okay? Now, you you setting up yourself for failure will be like, all right, um, I'm going to meet you at such and such place. You know, I think it was a song back in the day called There's a Meeting in My Bedroom, okay? And so you invite him to your house or invite him in your bedroom. Now, you know, good doggone well, if you invite him in your bedroom, I ain't talking about just your house, because maybe you invite him over, y'all eating dinner or something like that. It's, you know, like, um, it's a good, it's a good, peaceful, non-sexual environment. But you invite him in your bedroom, really? I think Cisco said that there's a meeting in my bedroom. I can't remember, y'all. It's been so long ago. But... Come on now. What is y'all going to be doing in the bedroom? You know what the bedroom is for. So you make provisions for your flesh. And it's another it's another biggie. And you know how your flesh is. So, like, we have to be careful because, like I said, sometimes we can't even invite him over to our house. It just depends on the situation. We just got to be careful about the situation. I'm not saying that you can't. I'm just saying you have to be careful about what situation you, you put yourself in. Now, um... I'm going to say another thing. I've seen something online and it was talking about like how guys like they use um like why should a guy have a condom like in his house or in his pocket? Like to me, that is making a provision for your flesh because if you say you walking sexually pure, your mind shouldn't even be on having sex. So why do you have a condom in your pocket or in your wallet or at home or anywhere? Because your mind should be on pleasing God and not slipping up into sex. Like, that shouldn't even be in your mind. So, you making a provision for your flesh just in case I get in the mood for this. That's why I have it. And as a woman, we have no business. Like, why are we putting ourselves on birth control unless there is a problem where something is wrong with our cycle or the doctor puts us on it? Why are we on birth control saying in the back of our mind just in case we slip up? That's not, that's making a provision for your flesh because you know, or you thinking that you got something to fall back on when the problem is not the child being birthed out of wedlock. The sin was when you slept with the man. So we shouldn't be setting up ourselves like saying, oh, I got birth control just in case I slip up. That's making a provision for your flesh. Another thing, if I'm a holy woman of God, why, why would I have a vibrator in my house? Uh oh. And guess what? I don't. Never have and never will. Because God satisfies me. I find pleasure in God. I do not need those things. I'm making a provision for my flesh to please my flesh. So we don't want to do that as well. Do not make provisions for your flesh. Because that is a scripture in the Bible and I did post it on our site. Um, next one. Guard your heart, set your affection on things above, and find pleasure in God. So we have to, in guarding our heart, we're guarding 
we're guarding what we see and we guard and what we listen to. And I already mentioned about the music, but also certain TV shows, certain movies, we should not be watching if we know all of us know like what gets us turned on. So we shouldn't be watching certain things that's going to rekindle the fire. Okay. We don't need the fire to be rekindled. We need to, the, the fire need to stay in the, well, the fire, I'm just say the fire need to stay in the fireplace. Okay. So in order for that to happen, we have to be careful and we have to guard our heart. Cer- certain movies that had too much sexual content in it, we shouldn't be watching, okay? And we know good well we should not be watching pornography. That's a major no-no. And also, um, what we watch and what we listen to have everything to do with even social media. Why are we adding friends that have a lot of sexual content or nudity photos? Like, we shouldn't even do that. As being children of God. Like, I'm like, if I add someone because, like, I am a missionary and, you know, I love sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I'm careful if I add somebody as a friend and they look a little rough, like they have little rough things on their page. I will make it in some way on your Facebook thing that you can make it where you won't see their posts coming through. And that's what I do. They can see my posts. I think you stop following them or something, but they still your friend. So they can see my posts, but I will not be seeing their posts coming past my stream because I don't want to see certain images. Okay. And y'all, our mind, it, it just be, our eye gates be taking pictures. And so certain things like I do not want stuck in my mind. So I do not want to see it coming through my Facebook stream. So we have to guard, we have to guard our heart and in guarding our heart, we watching what we look at and we're watching what we are listening to um set your affection set your mind on things above and that's another thing because a lot of times our affection is all on getting married and god has so much more for us instead of getting married it's a work that he wants us to do we are on this earth um on an assignment and it's not just to get married we have a purpose that we need to be fulfilling in the earth being married may be a part of it, but we need to be seeking God for what do he want to do in my time of singleness. So that in that time, I'm again, setting my affection on things above, because guess what? If we never get married, okay, if we never get married, Jesus is soon to come and we need, and we should want to be the bride of Christ. So that's why my, my mind is on things eternal. Having a husband is earthly. That's going to pass away because when I get up to the heavenly of heavenlies, the husband, it's not going to be titles like that. We're going to be all God's children. We're going to be all praising and worshiping him. And so it, that title of husband and wife, that's not even going to matter. Okay. It's temporal. So we need to be set our affection. Lord, is my relationship with you correct? Is it right? Am I good with you? Let me build your kingdom, okay? Let me do what you had me to do in the body of Christ. That set your affection on things above, on eternal things that don't pass away. Because, hey, I'm looking to receive my crown. I am looking to receive my crown and live in my mansion when I get up there. 
So my affection is on things eternal, stuff that is not going to pass away when Jesus come back. And that's why I'm finding pleasure in him right now. Because if he never do it, if I never get married, my pleasure was in God and in God alone. All my pleasure, I found it in him before, before or if I get a spouse. So we need to, we need to set our affection on things above. Um, eight, stay active in the church and in your purpose that helps keep your mind off of sex. Cause a lot of us, you know, have experienced it. Some of us are virgins, but some of us have experienced, have experienced it. Now at this point in the game, y'all, I'm not even worried. Like the sex portion is not even that serious right now for me because I've been sexually abstinent for over 10 years. So I got over that part, but trust when the time come. I'll be ready. <laughs> okay, but we want to stay active in the church to help us to keep our mind on heavenly things. Okay, keep us busy. And I'm not not bad busy, but good busy because you don't want to spend up all your time and then you have no intimate time with God. But find things, whatever your hands find to do in the church, make sure you're doing that because that's less time for your mind to stay idle and start thinking on things that you have no business thinking on. So stay active in the church and as I mentioned in your purpose, God has a purpose for each and every one of us to do. Seek God for it and work in it. And again, that helps you to keep your mind on eternal things and not just about uh, being married or having sex. Do things, number nine, do things that you enjoy and that build you up. It's so much more to life than sex. So it's other things that you can enjoy besides that, okay? Travel as much as you can, even though we're in a pandemic, so whatever you can do um, in that area. But do some things in a house that you enjoy. Some people like to sew. Some people like to uh, produce music. Some people like to do things like I'm doing these podcasts. Um, some people like to just do different things, do things that enjoy, and that's going to build you up. And I'm talking about build you up spiritually. Like I need to be spiritually strong. And again, emotionally, physically, some people like to work out, whatever, read books. Like I like to read books and uh, mostly I read a lot of spiritual books because I want to make sure that I'm walking in holiness and I want to make sure that I'm a holy woman, first of all, and then I want to make sure that I'm a holy mom and then I want to make sure I'm a holy wife so I read these books and I feed myself the word of God so that again when my husband do come that I'm fit for him I know how to treat him I know how to be a holy wife because I've already been building myself up um on my most holy faith and so it's no better wife than a holy wife so we need to just make sure you know that we're building ourselves up and that we're enjoying life because uh, I'm going to get on about how sex cloud your judgment in another segment. But in this segment, build yourself up. That's why you don't need to be having sex without being married. Because you need to be building on you. Helping you. Because when you add the mother demonic spirits to you, it makes it worse. When you are out there having sex and you're not married. So build yourself up. You don't want to tear yourself down. With that, with that uh, unlawful sex by God. You don't want to do that. Build yourself up. Do things you enjoy. Number 10. And this is so important. Oh my gosh. This is like so important. Remember your why. That helps me a lot. Why am I staying sexually pure? Okay. Why am I staying sexually pure? And I'm telling y'all. 
like when I was younger in my teenage early years, I didn't really understand my why. And that's probably why I fell into sexual uh sex sexual sins because I didn't really understand my why. Like I received the Holy Ghost when I was younger, like 11 or 12 years old. But then it was like, okay, you need to stay sexually pure, you know, like you want to be a fit wife for your husband. Or it was just like, I knew it was the right thing to do, but I really didn't know why. But I'm telling y'all, the why is I'm King Jesus' daughter, okay? I'm royalty and I belong to God, okay? We sung songs like that, but it didn't really click. It clicked when I... So years ago, I belong to God. My whole body belongs to God. I cannot defile the temple of the Holy Ghost. That's my why. I got to glorify God in body and in spirit. I want to be pleasing to God. So I cannot give my body to men. And another thing, I want to be pleasing to my spouse. Okay? That is a thing. That's important. But number one, I want to please God. When I please God, I please my spouse. And nothing like no man wants a woman that's just out here sleeping around with other men that when they look up, like, man be like, oh, what's up? Or a man looking at you funny because you know he had you. He know he had you. And your husband just looking like, mm-hmm, I know what's going on. Like, that is embarrassing. Like, no man wants a wife like that. So we need to make sure that we are honoring God and honoring our future spouse, honoring ourselves. Like, listen, I love myself. So no, any man can just touch on me. No man is ever, you know, going to do that sexual part with me unless he is my spouse because he's not worthy of me. Only my spouse is worthy of me. So you have to get that in your mind that I am the king's daughter. I am, I am royalty, you know, so I just can't, just anybody can't do that. And the only person that God honors is my spouse. So I must remain sexually pure to bring honor to myself, to bring honor to God, to bring honor to my future spouse. I must do these things. And I think highly of myself because I am made by God. So anybody, anybody cannot touch me, can't touch this. Only my spouse. And so I pray that someone was blessed from this podcast and I'm going to share it. I also have a, um, a group on Facebook and it's entitled I am worth it as well. It's a private group, but you are welcome to join. Um, I'll accept you in my group if you're single. And so please feel free again. If you would like to message me or contact me in any way, let me know. But uh, we can remain sexually pure during our singleness. And I pray that these practical and spiritual things did help you to understand or help or encourage you that you can stay sexually pure during your singleness. All right. This Holy Lady T checking out. You be blessed in Jesus name. Everybody have a blessed night.